Hey, Luke. What's up, Fro? Knock, knock. Who's there? Tank. Tank who? You're welcome. On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about News of the Week, TV of the Week, fentanyl-laced anti-government flyers conspiracy, Movies of the Week, and another digital review of Unfriended 2 Dark Web. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen episode uh, one forty six. Uh, hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm still laughing about that joke because it was so good, you know. It was so funny. The best joke ever. <laughs> so, how's your week been? Uh, busy. It's super hot, but it's the middle of summer, so it's not really surprising. But uh, got some stuff done around the house and on the house. So I uh, actually getting some wood uh, beams up and stuff like that. So excited! Mm. Uh, wood, the wood chicken, wood, with the wood chicken, wood. Uh, wood, right? Yeah. Mm, good. Uh, yeah, uh, as you hear uh, in the echo, I'm still at the hospital. Right. <laughs> echo! It's it's like, it's a really nice place if I want to start a really crappy singing group or something. I can't, yeah, right. It, I, I don't know, the acoustics might be alright, but I think you need a different, like, uh, setup as far as uh, the background noise, but yeah, okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, you mean the constant knocking and giving me pills? And there's a little background. bit of like a uh, a little bit of feedback happening or something because of the headset or whatever you're using. But yeah, yeah. So uh, this is going to be a fun show because I already have read a lot of uh, things of the main article, but the main topic I mean, but. Let's get right into the news. Any news about Trump this week? Yes. Uh, no? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I tried to not put as much uh, Trump stuff in as there was in the world, I guess. But mm-hmm. let's start out with something Trump. Uh, well, kind of Trump. Uh, the na- the nation. Do you know what this? It's a 
uh, publication, a uh, news publication from. It's actually mm-hmm. a left-leaning, uh, as far as their bias goes, they're very left, left-wing publication. Nation contributor uh, says, uh, Trump critics would rather impeach than avoid war with Russia. Yeah. Contributing uh, editor for the nation says that Democrats and Republican critics uh, of the president are letting the dislike of Trump cloud their judgment on relation to Russia. Stephen Cohen, so that's the guy who was writing for the nation, who is a professor of Russian studies at Princeton University and New York University, accused Trump's critics of preferring the possibility of impeaching the president to avoiding a war. Mm-hmm. He says, "I, uh, I put, I, I put it like this: the people that are doing this would prefer to impeach Trump over avoiding war with Russia, and Trump's critics have become our number one national security threat. They themselves, uh, these RussiaGate people, uh, mm-hmm. saying that they're a bigger threat to uh, America than maybe Russia even is, because they're trying to put us in. Uh, well, no, they're not trying, but." Maybe unintentionally uh, forcing us into a war with Russia. I also like that he said that he argued that both sides of the political spectrum have amnesia about Russia and the history of U.S. relations with the country. Uh, yeah, it says well, both sides need a little history. Uh, since uh, President Franklin uh, Roosevelt, every American president without exception has met with the Kremlin leader more than once uh, sometimes during their presidency. And by the way, for the record, every major uh, detente that is improvement uh, in re- relations with Russia that has been led by a Republican president, he says. So uh, this is squarely within that tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that's interesting that this is coming from a left-leaning publication uh, to hear yeah. this. Oh yeah. Um. I, that's why I put it in here. It's not really, you know, it's it's it's. I wouldn't say it's news news, but it is interesting to see this coming from that side of things. Um, I guess our side, which we don't see a lot of, it's mostly, uh, you know, Trump Russia, Trump Russia, you know. Hysteria, mm-hmm. like we've been talking about, so. Well, it, it like I I I think I. Oh. Same thing about it. It's like, it's like the worst fucking film in the world. It's like a bad movie with a bad plot. Right. Yeah. Uh. But this, yeah, this is interesting. I, it's um, it's interesting as well that. He is a professor of Russian studies at Princeton and New York universities. So this guy definitely knows what he's talking about as far as in, in relation to uh, our history with Russia and everything else. So I don't know. Mm. According to USA Today, Ecuador may be close to ejecting WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange from its London embassy. Ecuador appears to be finalizing plans to withdraw its asylum protection for Wikileaks founder Julian Assange as early as next week. Ejecting him, its London embassy, and turning over to British authorities, according to 
media reports. So I guess what they're going to get him for is avoiding going to court uh, when he, when there were charges against him in Sweden, uh, which mm-hmm. those charges have been dropped, but they're going to get him for not going to court uh, and uh, avoiding extradition. That's what they're going to arrest him for. That seems so fucking weird. <laughs> right. Uh, he's been cleared of all charges except for the charge of... Uh, not being Avoiding there the for a, yeah. a bullshit charge, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm going to charge you for stealing the chocolate that you didn't steal, but uh, because you didn't, you weren't in front of the jury that was going to free you for the charges of stealing that chocolate bar because we had no proof of you stealing that chocolate bar. We will give you prison because why <laughs> it's like why it's so ludicrous for me it's like it's insane yeah this seems really silly it seems like uh this is coming from glenn greenwald who's a very uh uh i want to say important known uh trustworthy journalist i guess uh editor mm-hmm. of the intercept uh, he reported Sunday uh, he expects them to finalize an agreement with the British authorities during a trip to London on Friday, a uh, trip by um, the leader of Ecuador. Uh, Greenwald says Moreno, which is, I guess, the leader of Ecuador, also notably plans to travel to Madrid during this trip. Uh, So he's going to be going to Spain. Greenwald, uh, a former reporter for The Guardian, is a journalist and author who writes extensively about national security issues. Um, uh, Oh, right here. Here here it is. He published a series of articles in the U.S. and British Global Surveillance Program based on the classified documents disclosed by Edward Snowden, uh, one-time U.S. national security. This is Glenn Greenwald is the guy who released the documents from Edward Snowden as well. Yep. Right, right. If you've seen that documentary, it's a really good documentary. It's, it's uh, something. Yeah, no, it's it's like oh, I I don't I don't fucking understand it. I I think it's ludicrous, and I I think it's it's silly, silly. I think it's also a bad precedent to set for journalists, as far as he he didn't. Um, he just published the information, right? Mm, uh, yeah. It's the same as that movie from last year with the uh, blah, 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 the Washington the, the Post. Remember? Mm-hmm. Same exact thing. They got information and they published it. Uh, they didn't steal the information. They just published it. They were given. They were given it by somebody who may have stolen it or whatever. Uh, if they're gonna try to get him in trouble in the U.S. for that, that's setting a horrible precedent for the rest of the press in the United States because it's saying if you publish something that's given to you uh, and we find out it's stolen, we're going to put you in jail. Mm. Even if it's important national security stuff that uh, shows that whatever. Uh, In the case of Snowden or the case of the emails with the Democrats, uh, our government cheating the American people. Yeah, 
No, it's just it's like insane. Uh, Ireland is set to become the first country to stop public investment in fossil fuels. The fossil uh, fuel uh, environment bill uh, was passed by lower lower house of parliament. Oh, please ask me to pronounce this. Dial Iron. Dial Iron. Yes, on Thursday. Uh, the bill was expected to pass relatively quickly through the Senate, the Senate, and it will force the Ireland Strategic Investment Fund to end investments in non-renewable energy in five years. Environment activists welcome the news. Is this good? That's uh, a pretty big move. I have a feeling some there's going to be some giant corporations that are going to be really pissed off about this. Um, yeah. But it is Ireland. I mean, it's not... Uh, I'm trying to think. If it was like... Uh, if, if it was the UK, all like the whole UK, it would be yeah. one thing. Uh, like, as far as uh, this goes. If it's Ireland... I, uh, it, I see. I see. This is a good thing, but it needs to spread to other places, which I guess it is. Kind of already has uh, started there in Norway as well, right? We've talked about mm -hmm. that on the news. You guys are yeah. already planning on uh, moving this way, so uh, yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I totally, I totally agree with you. I think this is a good move by Ireland. Uh, I also think it's kind of. Uh, 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 paving the way for other countries to do it. I mean, right, it yeah. would never ever happened in the United States of America. For uh, no, not anytime <laughs> soon. That's for damn sure. But no, like, that's what I'm no. saying. Like, I see some companies uh, seeing this happen, and like you said, this could uh make other countries especially if this works out and it turns out for the best in whatever 10 years other countries are going to go oh wow that worked maybe we should do that um the oil companies that are making tons of money i can see them trying to figure out a way to make this fail <laughs> you know what i mean they they're, they're going to want this to fail they don't want this to succeed so Oh, this next next case you have to explain me about because I... thousands Signs position to drink red juice from the bottom of black sarcophagus. Sarcophagus, right. A mysterious black sarcophagus was pried open in Alexandria, Egypt on Thursday uh, amid intense social media debate over whether opening the vessel would unleash an ancient curse upon the earth. Okay. <laughs> While the jury, <laughs> while the jury's still out, out on potential plagues, uh, there's one observable strange side effect from the sarcophagus opening, namely a petition signed by nearly 20,000 people who wish to drink the mysterious liquid discovered in the bottom of the tomb. That's gross. Why the fuck would you drink this mysterious liquid? Uh, when they opened the third ton sarcophagus, uh, it revealed decomposing bodies floating in unidentified red juice. Uh, 
Yeah. People around the world began speculating what the substance could be, many jumping at the outlandish conclusion that the liquid might possess might possess magical healing powers. There you go, Fro. That's why people want to drink it. Are we in Harry Potter or something? It's like, what? Why? I really don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but 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 listen to this. We need to drink the red liquid from the cursed uh, dark cosmos in the form of some sort of carbonated energy drink. <laughs> we, can, we can assume its power and finally die. Position uh, founder Enos McKenrick wrote on the sign. So they will want to drink this energy drink and die. Instead of Red Bull, it's like Red Mummy, and it's just a delicious energy drink. Yeah. But, but the goal goal of this energy is to, to die? That's called suicide. So we can assume its powers and finally die. I'm not sure if he means him finally die, or maybe he means the mummy. Like, that it's holding the mummy's power, and once they drink the the juice, they will assume the powers and the mummy will actually finally die. Maybe that's what this it is. This is, maybe, this must be the fucking weirdest news we have covered on this podcast. For and a, we a while! Podcast. Uh, in, th in three years we have done this podcast. This is maybe, <laughs> maybe on the top of the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> Why? What? Like, that's the goal of it? It's like... Uh. I guess so, yeah. It says at the time yeah. of, the pu of this publication, the petition has occurred 19,013 signatures. Its goal is 25,000. So they're very close to the goal of the petition. Uh, in the light of the petition growing support, Egyptian antique, uh, antiquities minister spoke out to assure the public that the liquid is not... <laughs> Juice from mummies that contains the elixir of life. <laughs> That's right, the, the Egyptian antiquities minister had to come out and tell people this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Of uh, all stupid things I have heard. We're going to move on to Trump next, but people are really surprised <laughs> oh that he God. got elected and this is happening in the world. <laughs> people are crazy, y'all. I mean, Red Bill gives you wings. What would be the slogan for, for, for this Red Mummy? Uh, yeah. Well, they all want to die, so it would be like, uh, Red Mummy wraps you up. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> there <laughs> and there we have the title for the show. <laughs> mommy. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, <clears throat> talking about uh, Trump. <laughs> oh, he's uh, been on uh, a little Iran uh, tweet uh, later. Um Oh, what is it with Donald Trump and tweeting? Uh, like, 
I, I wish they, <laughs> I wish they just take away his his uh, mobile phone on right. this. Uh, uh, he would just tweet uh, using Alexa or uh, Google Home or something like that. Yeah. Now, now, yeah, because he's threatened Iran, and I mean. <sighs> Uh, okay, right. I'm going to I, I'm I'll, going to read the tweets. Okay. Well, I'll start. We got to start with Iran because uh, okay. Iran's president warned consequences, uh, the likes of which few throughout history. Oh wait, no, that's not it. Uh, oh right, uh, the president earlier uh, declaration that Iran would be uh, in the mother of all wars. Right. The, the original thing uh, the guy said was if. Uh, if you want to be in war, uh, in war with Iran, it's going to be the mother of war, all wars, or you can be at peace with Iran, which would be the mother of all peace. Uh, that's uh, paraphrasing what the president of Iran actually said. And then Donald mm. Trump uh, responded to that in a tweet. So go ahead, Fro. To the Iranian president, Rowney, never, ever threaten the United States again, or you will suffer consequences. The likes of which few through history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious. Right. He's talking to the uh, president of Iran like he's ISIS, is what that is. Isn't that what is you're that... getting out of that tweet? Or is that just yeah, me? Yeah. yeah, but there's so many people that have... <laughs> that has uh, <laughs> uh, spoofed him uh, at uh, Sjögegg's, for example, to my local McDonald's. Never ever forget extra nuggets again. <laughs> you will suffer consequences like no uh, of which few true history I've ever suffered before. I'm not no longer a man that will stand for uh, you de demented staff messing up my order and stuff. Be cautious. <laughs> <laughs> here, here we go, another one. Never, uh, never ever leave three-week-old yogurt in the fridge again, or you will suffer consequences like which few have, <laughs> have throughout history. Ever suffered before, we are no longer a country that will stand for your fermented foods of violence and death. <laughs> Be cautious. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but but yeah, no, we we should uh, we should actually take this a little, little serious. Right. Uh, uh, war with Iran is no joke because this is a serious nuclear power that has a huge, massive army that could really uh, this could turn out badly if uh, if we if this actually goes into some kind of war. And it's not like the military-industrial complex of the United States hasn't been trying to do this for a long time, trying to get into a war with Iran. Uh, they're just trying to been fig they've tried to figure out how to do it, and that like haven't been able to uh, get a reason to yet is what it seems like to me. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's been indicated before. Uh, we actually have played this video on the show before, but. You want to play this video real quick, Fro, about Iran? I do. I do want to play this video. I love Wesley Clark. 
so it's from Democracy Now. Um, this was from a while ago. This is probably a ten year, almost ten year old clip. So go ahead and give me a countdown wherever you're ready from. In three, two, one, play. About ten days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon and I saw Secretary Rumsfeld and and Deputy Secretary Wolfowitz. I went downstairs just to say hello to some of the people on the Joint Staff who had used used to work for me. And one of the generals called me in. He said, "Sir, you gotta." Come in. You got to come in and talk to me a second. I said, "Well, you're too busy." He said, "No, no." He says, "We've made the decision. We're going to war with Iraq." This was on or about the 20th of September. I said, "We're going to war with Iraq. Why?" He said, "I don't know." <laughs> he said, "I guess they don't know what else to do." <laughs> so uh, I said, "Well, did they find some information collect connecting Saddam to Al Qaeda?" He said. No, no. He says there's nothing new that way. They just made the decision to go to war with Iraq. He said, I guess it's like we don't know what to do about terrorists, but we've got a good military and we can take down governments. And um, he said, I guess if, if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem has to look like a nail. So I came back to see him a few weeks later, and by that time we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said. He reached over on his desk. He picked up a piece of paper. He said, "I just," he said, "I just got this down from upstairs, meaning the Secretary of Defense's office today." And he said, "This is a memo that describes how we're going to take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran." Yeah, we can just end it there. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, he just points out exactly what's happened over the last 10 years uh, since that yeah. video was made and now we're getting to the point of the end of that video where uh, yeah. finishing off with Iran which is exactly what he said and mm -hmm. uh, so yeah this isn't in a way this is not a big surprise but it does point out that everything that Donald Trump said about being an outsider as far as uh, foreign relations go with other countries is complete bullshit and the uh, uh the war machine that is America is moving right along whether we have a... It wouldn't have mattered what president. We could have had uh, Honey Boo Boo in there as president and they still would have been attacking mm. Iran. I can tell you that right now, Fro. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Norwegians. You know Norwegians? Do you know uh, any yeah. Norwegians? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh, we set a record for consumption uh, of beer during this hot, 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 hot weather. Uh, sales of beer increased just in over 3% in the half of 2018. Netavis reports most recent month in particular have brought figures up resulting in all-time high beer sales beating the previous record from 2016. <coughs> Petter Nome, uh, director of Bryggeri og Drikkevareforeningen, brewery... <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I didn't have to read that. <laughs> yeah. Bryggeri og Drikkevareforeningen, the brewery and drinks association, called Netavisen. Sales of bottled water have, have meanwhile increased 18% compared uh, with half uh, of 2017, 
that also represents a rocket. June saw 34% more sales of bottled water than uh, corresponding uh, month last year. It's a new uh, record for a single uh, month, uh, Norm said. 4% less sales of soft drinks or soft uh, soda was recorded in June compared with June 2017. There must be an explanation other than increased shopping at the border, although it's difficult to find data from Sweden to support there. There's no systematic record of the data from border uh, stores. uh, Is that because it's cheaper to buy uh, beer and stuff in Sweden? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we drink a lot of beer. Well, uh, we've been talking, I mean, uh, we've mentioned last week or week before about kind of the record high temperatures there, and then we talked about the snakes because of the Mm -hmm. record high temperatures, and then this is uh, showing, uh, I guess it's just kind of a symptom of that, of how hot it's getting up there. I mean, I saw something about uh, that, Finland had like the highest temperatures. It's like they uh, something in like the ninety degree Fahrenheit, and that's very unusual for them there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it ends in this article. I want to read read that as well. Turnover from sales of sugar free soft drinks also fell, but only by one percent in the whole first half of the year, resulting in the unique situation of in Norway of higher sales of sugar-free soft drinks than those which uh, sugar. We are the first country in the world that can say that. Some countries include water in calculation, but Norway doesn't know at all. And always... Oh, okay. That does, so, so it doesn't yeah. include, like, bottled water. Yeah. No. That's interesting. So, uh, yeah. I mean, does that just mean you guys are more health conscious, I guess? I guess that's what that means. Mm-hmm. Could be. Ah, uh, but yeah, let's talk about uh, one of my favorite uh, subjects, AI. Right, um, thousands of scientists signed pledge <laughs> to not manufacture killer robots. Uh, artificial intelligence could change the way humans conduct warfare, and scientists are concerned about the consequences uh, what the consequences might be for life and death decisions made by mas- uh, made by machines. Uh, yeah, and Elon Musk uh, is one of right. the scientists. Right. Uh, scientists and, and organizations are now pledging to not help with the development of robots that can identify and harm people uh, without human oversight. So meaning uh, autonomously. Uh, the pledge orchestrated by a Boston-based organization, uh, the Future Life Institute, announced Wednesday uh, at an j- international joint conference uh, on AI in Stockholm. Uh, Google's DeepMind and Elon Musk at, uh, at, at his rocket company SpaceX are among the 2,400 people who signed the pledge, which aims to discourage governments from constructing killer robots. The document calls on governments to establish laws and regulations around the development of deadly autonomous weapons. Uh, this is a big, this is a big thing for 
AI in my mind as far as remember we cover it must have been a year and a half ago we covered that robot in Russia that uh, the robot that was sh uh, shooting uh, had like perfect aim and like really fast quick aim remember that bro mm. uh, I can uh, it's been a year and a half I can I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if America already has these kind of robots what do you think I don't know oh. Of course they do. You're just hiding it really, really, really well. I mean, we've seen the DARPA robots, and if you go on YouTube and you look up, like, robot fails, or, like, robot fall, uh, falls over, there's, like, whole mm -hmm. compilations of just robots failing at things, which is funny to see, but at the same time, uh, what about the ones that are working really well? Uh, yeah, I guess my point here is, they're signing this thing, but if we already have them, like, it's a little late to be signing something. You know what I mean, Fro? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's like, I, I, we promise not to 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 make more. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Right. <laughs> I guess it is just these scientists, so other people didn't pledge, could have already been working on it. But this is assuming that the these kind of autonomous killing machines don't already exist. Uh, I mean, it's not talking about, like, drones, because drones have, you know, a drone pilot sitting wherever in the middle of America right. while it flies around uh, Afghanistan or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, this is talking about robots that can just decide to kill somebody by, by themselves, so. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking scared <laughs> about this. I mean, this is scary as hell. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it it's it's the future we've been hearing about since we were kids. I mean, since the 80s when Terminator or whatever other movies came out. So, yeah. Yeah, the documentary Terminator, of course. Right. I mean, yeah. And then as far as AI goes, it seems like almost every other movie, whether it's a horror or a comedy in the last two years, has been about AI. Am I wrong, Fro? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, no. You're, you're definitely not wrong. Do you remember Charlotte Sheen going on uh, every TV channel in America saying, winning? Oh, right. Yeah. And yeah. people thought that was so cool. Yeah. Trump is going to tell the truth. It's not all about winning. This is Trump where Trump tells the truth. I'm going to talk about one of uh, Donald Trump's slogan, who seems to be a, a word a lot of people in the United States this politics thinks it's nice to say all the time. Winning. Let us win again. Let's win, win, win. We're going to win everything. We're going to win over China, over Canada, over Europe, everybody screwing us, and we've got to win, win, win again. When was, for me, politics is not about winning. It's making people's lives better. I don't see why American people should win over Norway or Norwegian people should win over United States. It's not like, like I've glorified the feeling that some people in, a lot of people in the world are poor, but like, but we know we are rich. I want everybody to have a decent standard of living and can live their life and pursue their dreams and happiness. But not in the United States and not by Trump supporters or supporters of Democratic Party for that sake. They're all about winning. It's only better than somebody, beating somebody. Yes. Have a big sitting on the throne on 
the being the best in the world. When I heard that Farid Zakaria and other people they say that people looked like to America as a beacon of freedom in the world. No, we don't. But we look uh, on America as a country having have a lot of success. I don't, and then that's okay for me. But for Amer- some American voters, it's like, but we have to have more success, more than everybody else. Not not other people have. No, they see that other people have success. That's because they've been bad against us. Because everything in life is a competition. I don't com- compete with my neighbor. I don't give a fuck if I have the biggest stereo or bigger car and a better tell than me. I don't give a shit. I just have a good life. I don't want my neighbor to have a good life and my friends to have a good life. I don't want to beat them in a, in a hopeless competition I will never win anyway. And what's the fucking point? Politics is not about the winning. It's making things better for everybody. And what's, what is good for somebody is different from everybody else. So why not work together and start and stop saying that you'll win over each other? This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a fucking nice day. That was uh, Tron Telling the Truth. It's not about winning. Winning! Sometimes it's about winning, though. Occasionally, I guess. But I try to not let it be. <laughs> if at all possible. But... Hey, we have a Facebook group. It's uh, another digital citizen on Facebook. Or we have an email address. It's anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. And of course, we have no emails, do we? We got one email from our favorite emailer. Jeremy. Jeremy. Oh, this is a long email. But uh, he hasn't sent an email in in a a while, so I guess he's making up for it. Mm -hmm. Hey, Luke and Fro. Uh, I've been slacking mm-hmm. on my emailing duties recently, but since moving to Colorado yeah, three months ago, I don't feel mm-hmm. like my normal funny self. Oh, oh I, I was unaware that he moved to Colorado. You, I hadn't heard that. Um, mm, I was unaware that he was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Things are okay here, and we're finally settling into a good routine, but this process has buried me in several thousands of dollars more in debt. Uh, and Ooh. with the coming ep- economic crash in the next four years, thanks to the implementation of Republican policies and the daily <laughs> horror of a racist, classist, ignorant, un-empathetic un- uh, administration, <clears throat> I just can't seem to muster the desire to send you a goofy email. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, 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 most of that end part was uh, a joke, Froze. So yeah, I'm, but that's still few for it. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It, it's true, uh, and I th- uh, there's a lot of people that are feeling that way as far as uh, our government, um, which I mean, is uh, in a way it's a good thing because at least people are awake to it. Uh, but it also yeah. is a bad thing because I feel bad for those people. So, uh, continuing. Oh, here we go. It's getting getting on me here. Really, Luke. You need to stop the false equivalency that the Democrats are just as bad as Republicans. Uh, I, I wouldn't say... Uh, I, I will agree with you there. Democrats aren't as bad as Republicans, but they're still not good. Um, yes, there are members of the Democratic Party that hold their wealthy donors above the needs of their constituents. However, the imbalance uh, of ethical wrongdoings in the past 40 years 
and the convic- convictions against Republican administration in that time make any vote for Republican practically an act of treason, okay? Okay. Uh, had Hillary Clinton won the last election, yes, there would be drone strikes still happening, uh, but we wouldn't have baby, sh- sh- baby Schwitz in South Texas. Uh, Nazis wouldn't be emboldened, and Heather Heyer would still be alive. Mm. Mm. This I see his point. I, I see your point, but we're gonna have to go back to last week when we talked about the uh, butterfly effect. Your mm-hmm. uh, your equivalency can't you can't make the equivalency because the butterfly effect says who knows what really would have ended up happening. Mm. Um, just like the JFK show, uh, if JFK would have lived. Who knows? You know what I mean? So, uh, most importantly, the economic time bomb of the tax cuts the Republicans shoved through without Democratic support would not be armed. Uh, He is making a good point here that a lot of economists are saying even before this, the end of this term, uh, like within the next two years, we're looking at another giant crash in the economy here fro as far as yeah, maybe yeah. even bigger than 2008 so that's what i'm hearing if anybody has their money in the stock market i would suggest getting it out soon uh y- continuing uh yes we need a better voting system like ranked choice voting but that's not a likelihood or uh, a reality right now uh that's true i mean i would love ranked choice voting uh first we need to, yeah. to lessen the republican threat before cleaning the democratic house Tearing down the Democrats is only helping the Republicans. Um, well, I, 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 can I just... Uh, I, I will come to you a little uh, uh, defense. I don't feel like you're tearing down the, the, the Democrats by pointing out their wrongdoings. I, I, do think, I do think he has a point in that we should shift to a Democratic uh, president... Of course, I, I, I think both you and me agree that we would rather have the Democrats in charge than the Republicans. But saying that, um, that you say that they are the same or are equivalent, I don't feel like we, uh, that you do that. I, I, feel, I feel like uh, then he's not really listening to what you're saying. What we're trying to do is point out wrongdoings on both sides because we don't, we are not really a political show. Okay, yes, we have political uh, statements, and I, 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 I look as uh, uh, as me at me and look as liberals, but that doesn't mean that we. We we are against uh, against having the Democrats in power and then cleaning out the Democrats. We're just pointing out that um, there are wrongdoings on both sides, and we would rather they fix the Democratic movement now, so it's easier to vote for them in the next election. Right, and they had plenty of. Uh opportunity to fix a lot of the things that they uh, did wrong as far as the reason people didn't want to vote for Hillary in 2016, and they chosen not to do any of those things. Uh, they've chosen not to get behind certain platforms, and 
Uh, believe it or not, Fro, in the last two, uh, three, no, it's two weeks, uh, there was a, a woman who won, uh, she won the Democratic nomination over a guy who was a Democrat, who was, like, the second highest Democrat in that, uh, in the House, and this girl, this lady who is, I think she's, like, 23 years old, and is a democratic socialist one. And now the Democrats are terrified that Bernie Sanders and the democratic socialists are going to take over in, uh, 2018, uh, as, and maybe even 2020. Uh, but when it comes down to the idea of Democrat and Republican fro, this this is the thing Mm. I think a lot of people miss when I, when we talk about, uh, some of these Democrats aren't liberal is the problem. Like you, they're right. Democrats, but they're not liberal. They're mm-hmm. wolf in sheep's clothing, if that makes sense. They mm. they say mm-hmm. they're Democrats and they say they're liberal, but then their policies and the, and the things they do uh, are right wing things, and that makes me go, okay, well that's not a liberal. That's somebody saying they're a liberal that is doing Republican things. Um, so it's, that, it's hard, I, I, I it's hard that, when he says, uh, yeah. tearing down Democrats is only helping Republicans. What if those Democrats, no. what if those Democrats are Republicans is my point. Yeah. 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 And then that, that's, that's kind of what I feel like he's missing with, 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 uh, with what he's saying is that I don't, I don't feel like that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're not, we're not saying to people, don't want uh, vote democratic. That's not what we're doing. We, we, we're saying, let's change it so people can see the difference between a Republican and a Democrat. Right. Because I think it did, I think one of the most, and I'm going to get a lot of shit for saying this, but the most one of the most hard things voting for Hillary against Trump other than the sexist things and and things like like take away Trump from the equation, if we look at what policy, I am I'm sorry it wasn't that it was really difficult to see a big difference between the Republican and the Democratic. Uh, uh, Policies, policies, yeah, right. At the at the time, and, that, and, right. and at the time, and that's the biggest problem. I, I like I, like I said, if we take Trump away from the equation, if we take away Hillary from the equation, if we just put policy against policy, it was hard to see the big fucking difference. Right. I mean, five. Uh... Seven years ago, maybe even, uh, Hillary didn't believe in uh, gay marriage. And she changed on that, but it wasn't that long ago she didn't believe in gay marriage. She had a problem with abortion. Um, And she she was somebody who would move with the tide, uh, whatever would get her elected. And that's not trustworthy. Somebody moving with the tide is not trustworthy. Uh, Overall, as far as this part of his email goes, he had some really good points. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And I agree with a bunch of stuff you're saying here. There are other things that I think... uh, I think you're just kind of overlooking... 
you're you just you're trying to be on one side, and I understand that you're you're a Democrat. You're on the Democratic side. Um, I've mm. never been on one side or the other side. Right. <laughs> but, but, but we're more democratic than we're Republican. But that's where, this is where I think it's getting confusing is because we're more liberal than we are mm. right wing. Um, mm. But I wouldn't say I'm a Democrat. See, there's the, no, I, no, that's the no. problem I think people are, where it's getting kind of confusing. All right. Mm -mm. Uh, but he's got a little more on the email. Anyways, yep. in entertainment, I have not watched a movie recently as I just don't enjoy movies in general. What? Well, that's weird. I've... Okay. Um, I, I did watch 8 out of 10 Cats. Does that count? Uh, no, it's a TV show. I, I was like, I don't even know what that is. It says, hi, Tilly. Oh, because of the yeah, cats. But... Right. No, no, it's a British TV show. Oh, and, and it's a British TV show. Okay. Uh... Yeah. Which Tilly just moved into a new place, I guess. Uh, she's yeah. super busy, so I'm not expecting Tilly back ever. But we'll see. Maybe she'll end up on the show one day for an interview. I'd love that. Um, the Big Fat Quiz of Everything? Uh, I've never mm. heard of that. Is that I'm another blessed. TV show? Yeah, British. Mm -hmm. uh, and episodes of Quantum Leap, because I enjoyed that show as a kid, and, friend, and a friend from college who is... Uh, fantastic for it, started a podcast reviewing the show. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. It's called Fate's Wide Wheel, a Quantum Leap podcast. Uh, it's an entertaining podcast and gives me reasons to rewatch a 30-year-old series. Uh, thanks for reading mm. my rant. I hope more people begin to write in. So it sounds like uh, Bill's uh, South Park podcast, except with Quantum Leap, kind of. Yeah. Did you ever watch Quantum Leap when you were younger, Fro? Um, don't think so. I was never really a fan, personally, but I know there were good episodes. Um, but it was it was a little bit cheesy. I tell you what, I I will watch it when I come home, and I will give you my two cents about it. If you remember it or not, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And if I don't remember it, you can almost always email me back and tell me, hey, you forgot about Quantum Leap, bro. Watch it. Right. So if anybody else <laughs> wants to email us, you can send us an email at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. Thank you again, Jeremy. Yeah, and uh, as, as, as you see in the email, uh, there are things we didn't agree to, so if you... There's things you want to talk to us about that's not positive. We read it out loud anyway. Yeah, if you want to call us idiots, kind of podcast. we'll read it. We're just going to disagree with you, probably. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, I'm an idiot. Um, uh, yeah. TV round. <laughs> hey, you're not supposed to say yeah, yeah, uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, TV fine. round. I mean, watch. I'm an idiot, too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, I watched wrestling this week. Wrestling. How was wrestling? Wrestling. I don't. I don't have uh, the wrestling book here, but um, yeah, I watched wrestling this week because uh, someone, I, I don't know who, sent me a link to a thirty-minute recap of uh, Raw and SmackDown. Right. That's how I've been watching Raw, and I I was watching it. And I go, oh, I could send this to Fro. And yeah. he, he'll have a way to watch wrestling. Yeah. Because you don't have a way to watch wrestling right now. So 
nope. what did you think about how I watch Raw? Because uh, that's how I've been watching so Raw. So much better. I've been watching Raw like that for like <laughs> what two months now, maybe, maybe a little more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did you think about it? Um, I I thought it was amazing, uh, but uh, the all female pay per view. What do you feel about that? Oh, that should be good. I mean, uh, it's clear they're doing this just because they want to get some kind of positive PR out of this. Um, it's not necessarily that they're, oh, we love our women's division. It, it's because they want good PR. Um, right. But I think it's a positive thing for uh, the women in WWE. I mean, right now... In WWE, we have the best female wrestlers that have ever been there, ever, in the history of WWE. Oh, yeah. WWE. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So, yes. Uh, this is just kind of a natural next step, in my opinion. Um, I guess the question is, do they do this every year? Or do they do, you know, three three women's pay-per-views a year? Or how do you see them doing that, bro? Mm-hmm. Good question. What was the name of it? Oh, I put it down somewhere. Um, hmm. It was something strange. Something with an E. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no. Um, I, I, I got really surprised uh, when me and Bill were talking about uh, wrestling. Oh, Evolution. Uh, on... That's what it is. Evolution, yeah. On that wrestling show that you can also find on iTunes. Uh, I said that I I thought uh, the things uh, they would announce was um, uh, female tag team tag teams. Uh, I'm, I I'm thinking I, I I saw that rumor kind of going around, but yeah, the thing is I can see them maybe it getting released that there is going to be a female tag team thing at this pay per view. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it still could happen mm. like that. Maybe even like a... Because, especially when I see the storyline, what what they're doing with uh, Bailey and... Uh, yeah. What? That they're in a relationship? Is that what yeah. that storyline was? With... For a minute there, it was like Sasha and Bailey were, you know, dating. And now... And then they were fighting. And then on Raw, this Raw, all of a sudden they're best friends again. So dumb. It's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, other than that, Braun Strowman is amazing. But I must say, the most funny thing about Raw was uh, the singing thing. That uh, that was funny. Why am I not remembering this? He got interrupted every time he was going to sing his new song. Oh right, okay, yeah, thing. I remember this now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, it's, that was. That's <laughs> classic gimmick for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was so classical. Uh, other things that I remember from Raw. Oh, guess who's facing Roman right now? Who's who's going to go against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam? Oh, it's Roman Reigns. I would never have guessed. The... Right, there's got to be some. <laughs> they gotta have some really good idea as how to make this match work. If their plan is just to have Roman Reigns <sighs> win and that's the end of the show, it's gonna be like, you guys have not learned. Ev you don't learn ever, do you? 
That is so anticlimactic. I can't believe it. I mean, I guess the way, uh, yeah. way we could do it is uh, he wins and then Braun Strowman comes down, cashes in, and then you can end on Braun Strowman as yeah. the winner and yeah. you get it off Brock yeah. and you don't have to have people booing Roman yeah. Reigns for and Roman Reigns. Yeah. at the very end of yeah. the show. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, what I, that, that's what I think they're going to do anyway. So Yeah, it's, that's what I, it's looking yeah. like. It. That'll probably be our yeah. tiebreaker is the Braun Strowman thing when we do predictions. Mm, we will see. Uh, yeah, uh, SmackDown uh, was a funny end segment. I with, thought this uh, SmackDown was awful. <laughs> yeah, it was awful, but the ending was fun. Uh, it was like I the really... whole show was a big promotion for The Miz... Uh, yeah. Miz show with his wife or whatever. The whole show was that. It was annoying. And then in the middle of it, our truth comes out doing the R truth rap, and I was like, "What What's year that? is this?" Yeah, yeah. So weird. I, think... I was yeah. like, "What? R truth rap? This is like ancient." But uh, yeah, Elsworth got fired. Right, and people booed, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Mm. Uh, but uh, what do you, uh, where do you see that going? Do you see him still being there in some way, or? I mean, the last time they've done this once, and he came back under, uh, in disguise. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, yeah. I I don't see him going away because he's just been hired again. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're done with him, but uh, we'll see, I guess. I like him with Carmella. I think it makes yeah, Carmella that much better. Um, yeah, so, I yeah, totally yeah. agree. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, I thought the Miss segment at the end was fucking funny. I loved it. You hated it. It's okay. I didn't hate it. It's just I felt like they took SmackDown <laughs> and made it a big promotional thing for that show that I don't care about. Yeah. And I... I actually watched SmackDown, unlike the 35-minute Raw. Uh, and so, as far as that goes, I was kind of like, uh, I'd rather have my regular SmackDown with all my good wrestlers that I like. So, hmm. Before we go into the TV round, as we usually do, we have some news. Um, uh, we said that we would probably never, ever follow a TV show again. Uh, well, uh, how long did we keep that? <laughs> Half a year? <laughs> uh, was it even that long? I don't remember when we stopped doing the, uh, alone together. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're doing Castle Rock, the TV show. Um, Castle Rock is an American psychological horror web television series uh, on stories of Stephen King, intertwining characters and themes from fictional town of Sp Castle Rock, and it premieres July 25th, 2018 on Hulu. So that means tomorrow. Uh, actually, that means today, which means it's already that on Hulu. Yes. So, yes. um... Is this a weekly show, or is it all coming out at once? That's the question. Uh, uh, no, the three first episodes are out, and then it's a weekly out. show. So, out. yes. And yes. the thing that we're gonna we're not gonna do a full on review like we used no. to. We're gonna do like a ten minute breakdown of 
of the episode and what we thought of the show. Um, we're not going to do a full recap like we we used to right. do. Uh, but again, if so if mean... people want us to do a full recap of some show, you can always pay us. Yes. It costs... Uh, how much does it cost? I think we said $101 and we'll do any show you want us to do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, we're just going to talk about it for 10 minutes. Uh, since there's three episodes, uh, the first show we will try to do five minutes on each episode. Uh, we'll try to to keep it under 10 minutes after that. Right, yeah. This first one's going to be a little different than com- just because it's three episodes. So it's going to be a little so, longer. Yeah, yeah. And then it, after that, once yeah. we're doing single episodes, it'll be a little shorter. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that is Castle Rock on Hulu. Right. So just And we'll for... be starting covering that next week. So if people want to watch that, yes. uh, we, we will be. Hopefully it's good. We will. Uh, I mean, the last yeah. Stephen King thing on Hulu was that... Uh, or was that JFK thing? Was that Stephen? Yeah. King? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that yeah. that was on Hulu as well. So, and we yeah. uh, we enjoyed that. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of alone uh, together, actually, Fro, did you hear yeah. they renewed it, getting a second season? And first Ooh, episode is yeah. August first. Ah, I'm actually nice. quite surprised this show is getting a second season. Hmm. Not that it Maybe. wasn't good, it's just it was a little no, no. Uh, indie and not very... I, I wouldn't say it was talked about or anything, so for it to get a second season, I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, I would call it quir- quirky. Quirky is a good word. Right. I like quirky. Yeah, so, uh, that was a, a little an- announcement, so... Please follow up with that. We're, we're, we're not sure what we're going to do, we're just going to talk for 10 minutes then we move on but have you seen any tv this week Luke? uh really just one big thing uh the return of snowfall uh season two episode one yeah how was it <laughs> i have not seen it uh really good they're building um to the inevitable conclusion that kind of was assumed in the first season but they never got to it as far as uh, the main, what I would call the main character, the the kid, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Him and the CIA agent, they haven't actually uh, gotten together, but they they met in this first episode. So yes, then it's the first Ooh. time we've gotten that, and so they're building Ooh. to the inevitable conclusion. I'm guessing at the end of this of this series. So uh, overall, that it was good. True. I really enjoyed it. Uh, look forward yeah. to it, uh, Fro. I can't wait. Uh, I saw Who is America episode 2. It was maybe even more funny Okay. episode 1. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because I didn't have any other TV shows, but I do have a news article here about that TV show, Who is America. Oh, okay. Georgia lawmaker resigns after using racial slur on new Sasha Barra Cohen show. <laughs> Georgia state legislator handed in his resignation Tuesday amid amid fallout over a controversial television appearance in which he exposed himself on camera and used racial epithets uh, and appeared to speak in a mock Asian accent. You remember this part of the episode, bro? Yep. So this guy resigned, which he should, and... (laughs) 
He must feel like a complete moron. Oh, but this episode was even more funny. It was so good. That, uh, and that part character. was so cringy. I was just... Cr- oh, yeah. I'm watching yeah. the guy going, Oh my god, why are you doing that? You're so stupid. And and, and me and Luke, we really hate the N-word. And, 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 and how he said the N-word. And, and then Sasha... No, no, that's not the N word. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was that not the N word I was talking about? Right. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny. Uh... <laughs> and <laughs> I laughed so. Uh, I, I mean, it's so hysterically funny. It is so it's hysterically funny. So good. Yeah, and yeah. and 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 I mean this this fil- uh, photographic man. Uh, this new photographic uh, man that was um, going to uh, get uh, this model into the pictures of saving children and things like that. It was so hysterical. Oh, so good. Uh, other than that, I saw a new episode of Sharp Objects. I still recommend that. So watch Sharp Objects, look. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And that is more or less what I have seen. Yeah, n- not a super busy week in TV, so. No. I mean, we have three episodes of Castle Rock to see next week, so I guess we have not enough to see next week. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff coming out <laughs> next week, so. Yeah. Hey, um, talking about Jeremy, we are actually going to... Uh, uh, do a conspiracy that uh, Jeremy talked about. Uh, why won't you go into how this started? Uh, pretty simple. Uh, Jeremy linked us a article on our Facebook page, uh, another Digital Citizen Facebook. Uh, it's looking like he sent us this uh, June 30th. So mm-hmm. uh, that's actually important to the, this discussion once we get to the end, Fro. When Jeremy sent this to us, but uh, aside from, he sent us the article, and he wrote on the top of the post, aside from the fear-mongering of contaminated with fentanyl, in quotes, which only does anything if if injected, here is a piece, uh, a nice piece of conspiracy theory for you. Uh, And he sent us the article, so let's go to that article, this is the first thing we saw of this whole conspiracy. Uh, This is Mm -hmm. from Southern Poverty Law Center. So, uh, it says anti-government flyers contaminated with deadly drug have been found on several sheriff's patrol cars in Houston, Texas, uh, prompting a public warning. The flyers appear to be linked to an anti-government conspiracy group which claims the deep state through the FBI and CIA is using microwaves in an experimental government torture and tracking program aimed at U.S. individuals. Uh, the ultimate goal of the program is to control the entire global population, the group claims on its website. Yeah, and we have a, a, have a, a kind of a Twitter here, and it says, uh, and it's uh, from Houston Police uh, uh, official Twitter, and it says, urgent flyers placed on windshields of some uh, hashtag HC. S O 
vehicles this afternoon at 6.01 Lakewood tested positive for the opiate fentanyl? Fentanyl? Fentanyl. Yes. Um, One sergeant who touched uh, a flyer is receiving medical treatment. Call authorities if you see these flyers and encapsulated here. Do not touch. Let's read that part again. It says here, vehicles this afternoon at 601 Lake uh, Lockwood have tested positive for the op- opioid fentanyl. Just remember that part mm-hmm. for later in our discussion. Um, mm-hmm. It says the sheriff sergeant required medical treatment after touching a flyer found underneath the windshield wipers of several patrol vehicles uh, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, sheriff Ed Gonzalez says... Uh, she picked it up and didn't think anything of it. As she drove to her destination, she began feeling a little bit lightheaded and having a, and having a few other symptoms. Uh, mm-hmm. This is what prompted the authorities to make the public warning. Uh, no arrests have been made, it says here, but that was at the time of this article, uh, which came out June 27th. So that would have been three days before he sent us the link on our facebook page so yes uh of there course are some base yeah sorry yeah no continue i was going to move on to the uh, next thing the arizona based organization blaming the deep state on a jewish cons- uh, conspiracy claims that it has 500 members right we'll get into that in a minute uh mm. but of course the first thing i did uh this week when I started getting into this, I looked over Jeremy's article and was like, okay, so this is from uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center. So let's see if there's any other articles out there that I can get a hold of that are about this same thing. Right, Fro? Yep. Let's go to NBC Star first. I mean, we don't, here's NBC. the thing, Fro. We yeah. don't have to talk about each one of these articles. No. But I do want to point out that it was very easy, and there are many more uh, examples, but very quickly I was able to find one from NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, Associated Press, Newsweek, AOL, CNN, and the list continued. Uh, but those are the major ones I found. Um, and more or less, the, like, I, I'm just going to really read the headline. Harris Granta, surgeon treated after touching finalized flyer, official says. Uh, was the one from NBC. Uh, right, uh, actually, Fox. if you go to the Fox News one, it's kind of funny because uh, it's a, well, the, Dep- art, the article is titled yep. Deputy Exposed to Fentanyl Via Flyer Placed on Vehicle. But if you go down to the bottom of the actual report, this Associated contributed, uh, the Associated Press contributed this report. So they just took the, and you, re, you go to back and go to the Associated Press article, they're almost the exact same article. Fox just stole the Associated Press article and put it up like it was their own article. Uh, CNN says flyers were placed on vehicles outside sheriff's office. One tested positive traces of deadly opioids. So, yeah. There's a lot of articles about this. Right, and none of them... Well, we'll get into it, but... Uh, they all say uh, that... The this woman, uh, let's see, 
after removing a flyer from her vehicle that was laced with potentially deadly opioid, uh, that was laced with potentially deadly opioid fentanyl. This is from Ooh. Newsweek. Uh, she was rushed to the hospital, but was released a few hours later and now is recovering. So all of these articles definitely say that this uh, this was laced with fentanyl. Um, and even in the tweet that we saw from the Southern or from the Houston uh, police themselves, so, yeah, it says so. it has tested positive for the opioid. So that's why they all reported that. So, um, yeah, yeah, just have that in mind, right? But we are going to, to we're, we're going to uh, just have that in mind <coughs> because we're going to talk some somewhat about something else because we're going to talk well about... i mean the thing is when you're when you're researching this i found all these articles right and yes. the one thing missing out of all these articles is any information about the people who actually created the flyers in question right and uh, but we know it's uh, a group called targetjustice.com, right? Right, and the only way I... I mean, it is in a couple articles they say that that's the group, but they don't really talk about what the group is, so we're going to go ahead and go into what this group actually is. Uh, they mm -hmm. do have a website, targetedjustice.com. It's not mm -hmm. hard to figure out that that's who did it, because even like on the tweet from the police, if you look at it, uh, you can see on the left-hand page, right at the top, it says targetedjustice.com. They're not trying right. to hide who put these flyers out, is I guess my point. Right. Which, if you were uh, lacing a flyer with drugs, would you put your website right on the top of it, Fro? No. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there. Uh, if you go on their sites, the first thing they have is breaking news. Harris County Sheriff Office states targeting justice flyer well, no, Never let's not has. go into that. Right. I no? think the first place to go no? is the about, the about page. Oh, okay. Sure. What is in a targeted individual? A targeted individual is somebody who has been selected by the deep state, usually FBI or CIA, to unwillingly participate in a governmental experiment, uh, government experimental torture program. Uh, program was developed under the CIA's MK Ultra project and is designed to break the down the individual and neutralize the person using psychological, physical, and emotional stress. The ultimate goal of the program is to control the entire population. Political activists, labor union leaders, scientists, whistleblowers, some are the main targets of the program. However, some people are randomly chosen. Family and spousal relationships are usually destroyed as a part of this psychological torture. And this like continues on about this. There's, I don't know, ten paragraphs about this? Yeah, I, I want to read one part of it. Okay. The FBI Fusion Center run the global gang stalking program, which is designed to harass, intimidate, and break down the target. The FBI outsources much as local harassment to community groups such as Infra Guard, Citizen Corp, and Neighborhood Watch. Targeted individuals are placed on the terrorist watch list and tracked as non-investigative subjects. So the local police and sheriff can uh, instruct uh, not to assist 
with emergency calls. So they're coming with pretty big claims. And I... Hold on for two seconds. Yeah, hello? Oh, I thought it was a knock on my door. Sorry. No. Um, yeah, as far as that goes, gang stalking's interesting. I put that, I'm going to put that on our list of things to cover in the future, because that's a weird conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that would be a, a really interesting uh, thing to, to go through. What I find also is so uh, really interesting about this, I went to their about site, right? And if you go down here, all of their uh, co-founders and directors are actually women. Really? Okay, where, where, yeah. where, where is that again? So uh, people can find it? Uh, it is uh, on their about page. Oh, okay. So to find their about page, if you go to targetedjustice.com, you got to go up to the top left-hand corner. There's a drop-down menu, uh, and then you go to about. Okay, so I'm going to go down yeah. here to the bottom of that. Uh, so it says um, Mitch uh, Mathis. Is, Mathis is a co-founder and board member. Susan F. Olsen is a co-founder and a board member. And Christy Kennedy Duncan is a co-founder and board member. All right, okay. And then... so, so, so all the co-founders and board members are, are women. Right. Uh, well, here, yeah, board member Ella Free is also down there a little further down. Uh, these people, mm -hmm. uh, executive team members, uh, uh, there's a few men here. A uh, board member, Jack, Christina. So there, there's a couple men that, on the board. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, there's it, it, more it, men in the section that's called no. executive team members than there is in right. the board, right? Right. So all the higher, higher ups are women. I, I, I find that interesting. Uh, and actually, if you go back to the drop-down menu, Fro, and you look down uh, right below Donate, there's a thing called Midge's Story, and that's the mm -hmm. lady who's the founder, obviously. Mm -hmm. Midge Mathis has a unique story. As far as we know, she's the... Uh, as far as we know and have documented, she's the only targeted individual worldwide that has expo has been exposed to ionizing radiation as part of her targeting. Uh, mm -hmm. is the opinion of Richard Lighthouse that the Air Force Space Command uh, ORS satellites w were likely carrying a flash, flash X-ray weapon system that was manufactured by L3 Technologies in California. Uh, the use of these weapons is extremely expensive, costing millions of dollars per shot. So I guess why did they attack her with this weapon is my question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I have read so many things on this uh, site. There's so much in interesting. Um, I, I, I want us to go to next-gen microwave weapon, if you don't mind. Okay, that's it. Just go back to the drop-down. Next-gen microwave mm -hmm. weapon. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Rotten Ketch in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is currently manufacturing the next generation of microwave weapon, which will uh, be used against unarmed civilians all over the world. Donald J. Sullivan, the inventor of the Vicator microwave weapon, now works for this company, 
and they uh, were awarded a large contract recently to finalize the design and begin production. <laughs> the Air Force claims that this new high-power microwave weapon will only be used against electronic targets and missiles. <coughs> they made similar bogus claims during the development of the strategic defense initiative in the 1980s. Do not believe them. Actually, the best part's a little lower. So, uh, cell towers and aircraft uh, drones will be used... Uh, will become primary weapons. Cell towers and drones, depending on the precise GPS coordinates and timing that can be obtained from satellites, uh, 5G cell tower systems will be used to track a large percent percentage of the population. Even if you're not a targeted individual, you may be already... You may already be tracked using cell towers. Uh, try this, Fro. Hold your arm outstretched towards a cell tower. Uh, level with your head and your palm facing you. If the cell tower is tracking you, you will feel a pulse pop or pressure on the back of your fingers. I'm going to have to try that. Uh, to, check the uh, to check for satellite tracking, Fro, use the three-finger method. Okay? Place your three middle fingers... Firmly over the crown of your head, if you feel a pulse or a pop in your finger joints, this is the satellite tracking signal. Wow. Wow. I just, like, lean back in my chair and I'm kind of, like, contemplating this now. Well... Let's go to no, no. recommendations. No, there's another I, sentence on that. Uh, the CIA uh, and Air Force will continue to focus satellite subliminal messages on important people. Senators, congresses, federal judges, uh, governors, White House, and White House cabinet members, and yes, even the president. Uh, this is Project Bluebeam they're talking about, Fro. Mm -hmm. Yep. But uh, are you ready for some tips and recommendations from our members? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Under tips, yeah. Tips and recommendations. I, I will jump to number seven. Water pillows can be helpful in blocking, absorbing some of the microwaves. Tree manufacturers, the Duck and Goose Co. Mid, Midflow and SureSleep. Those are just brands. I guess I've never heard of a water pillow. So I guess that... Yeah. No. Eight. If you're a single female concerned about some of the break-ins described by Dr. John Hall in his books, never heard of him, we recommend using a chain lock in all exterior doors and put twist locks on windows. You can buy them at Home Depot. Be really afraid of everything, is what they're saying. <laughs> Ziploc baggies, quart size or gallon size, can be helpful dispersing the microwaves. Uh, fill mm -hmm. with water and double bag to prevent leaks. Add a small amount of bleach or salt. Uh, suspend the negative ions in the water. This will also help to spread out the microwaves over a larger area to make them less harmful. But in number 10, oh my god, what is the Faraday cage? Uh, it's like a, it's a, it's a 
theoretical cage. Well, it's not really theoretical, but it's a cage where if you put things inside of it and then you hit this cage with uh, electromagnetism or something, the mm. outside of the box will be affected by the electromagnetism, but everything inside but the box inside. will be safe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because they say a further cage that is properly designed and well grounded will old microwaves in all frequencies. It will also block the V2K and synthetic, wait for it, therapy. <laughs> we should decide again in a few months and we plan to have details on how to build one. I can't fucking wait. Right. Uh... <laughs> but uh, hey, you remember all those scientific telepathy problems we have had in Lately. Of course, all those uh, microwave te telepathy problems. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Actually, Fro, somehow we forgot to do a news article in our news section. Maybe we'll do it next week? I don't know. Uh, how Somehow I didn't add it. Did I put it in the f Facebook? Oh, I did. Somehow we missed out on the woman in Oregon... Uh, getting the mountain lion out of her house tele telepathically. Oh, yes! Yes! Like, I put it in our Facebook news, but I didn't put it on the run sheet somehow. I just yeah. made, made a mistake. Uh, uh, we will, we, hey, listeners, we will talk about it next week. <laughs> right. Okay, I'll save it for next week. Um, yes. But, yeah. Let, let's, yeah. As far as the targeted uh, individuals.com, or targetedjustice.com, um, let's skip over... The breaking news, because we're going to cover that at the end. Um, mm -hmm. And let's kind of go down below a little ways to latest news on their on their yes. homepage, from <laughs> On their homepage, yes. I had so much fun with this one. Uh, <sighs> I like July 11th, 2018. So, like, this has been updated very recently, because what's the oh, yes. latest update here? Uh, July 24th, which is yesterday. So this was updated mm -hmm. yesterday. Um, so it's not an old website or it's not like a out-of-date group. This is still going on. No. July 11th, no. 2018, Targeted Justice has learned that most high-mast lightning towers and on freeways are equipped with microwave pulse tracking systems. This is an important discovery was made by Tracy, uh, a Houston T... Uh, oh, a Houston TI, meaning targeted individual. Uh, high mass towers are for lightning are typically uh, 125 to 175 feet tall. Use the hand technique to check them, fro. <laughs> so remember, you got to use the three finger technique or the hand, the palm technique or whatever. And we we know all about that. June 9th, 2018. Most people in the United States are being tracked by the deep state. Cell phone towers are equipped with focused microwave beams targeted the head of most people. See our GPS handout above. The head is attacked by every cell tower. Uh, your, your head is attacked by every cell tower within two miles. Subliminal messages are directed at your brain. Uh... Again, and then it says, uh, hold up your hand towards the cell tower. It says, use the hand technique again. <sighs> I love this group. This website is t 
totally crazy and fun. Like, it's ridiculous, but at the same time, this is some fu fun stuff to, like, believe in. If Like, it's really weird. I, I, I'm so thankful for, for Jeremy for sending us this, because I, 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 I can't remember I had since I had so much fun. But hey, should we read their mission statement? Yeah, go ahead. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization committed to pursuing education, public awareness, and legal action for target individuals. These hate crimes must be stopped. What hate crimes? Uh, I guess whoever is targeting these individuals is targeting them for what, a, like a specific for, reason? I guess. For what? Yeah. For what? Yeah, I don't think they're using the word hate crime correctly there, are they? <laughs> because, guess what? All the, the women that I was looking at, guess what, <laughs> what color their skin was? White! Uh, yeah, but if you look down that list of people, there are, there's a black eye on the, on the board. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. still. And there's, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm, okay. So, as far mm -hmm. as that goes, th that's them. I think we pretty much, if you want to go check out their website again, targetedjustice.com. Totally Please nuts. Do. Lots of fun craziness to oh, check out there. I spent, fun. like, two hours on it last night or something, so. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't so go we can't fun. go all the way down the rabbit hole but on the top when you go there uh to look at their their website the first yes. thing you're going to see uh on their website is what we're going to talk about now so you can read their important news flash right here from breaking news Harris County Sheriff office states that Target Justice Flyer never had fen fentanyl June 2018, uh, June 29th. Lab test on flyers that were placed on vehicles belonging in Terrace County. Sheriff Office employees on Thursday has yielded no evidence on fentanyl, a dangerous synthetic opioid, according to the Harris County Institute of Forensic <coughs> Science. Right, and so I was like, I, I, I actually saw this somewhere else, but I went to the Harris County Sheriff Office webs, uh, website, and they yeah, actually and they have, have an uh, official statement. Right, lab testing reveals no signs of fentanyl on flyer left on sheriff's vehicles June 29th, 2018 is when this is from. Lab tests on flyers mm -hmm. that were placed on vehicles belonging to Harris County Sheriff's employees have yielded no evidence of fentanyl. Uh, final results of all testing were provided to the Harris County Sheriff's Office on Friday morning. In addition to testing the 13 flyers, uh, they also tested clothing items and, uh, and blood and urine samples collected from the Sheriff's Office sergeant who reported the, systems, uh, the symptoms consistent with uh, fentanyl exposure, those tests also were negative for the drug. Uh, so she never, she never got, she was never had any drugs in her system, is what they're saying. So they fucking lied. Uh, well, 
what did they lie? Let's go back to the Southern Poverty <laughs> Law Center article where they have the tweet, and in the tweet it says, uh, flyers placed on windshields of some vehicles this afternoon, 601 Lockwood, have, tes- have tested positive for the opioid fentanyl. Have tested mm-hmm. positive. It says have tested. They've tested positive. Mm-hmm. Even though we didn't test them yet. <laughs> because right here... Mm-hmm. The 28th, or when did the, when, the 29th, right? So the Southern Poverty Law Center article came out the 27th. Mm-hmm. Lab testing comes out on the 29th. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy sent us the article on the 30th. So my question, I'm wondering if Jeremy knew that it tested negative when he sent us the article or not. Mm-hmm. Tell us, Jeremy. Yeah, let us know us. if you knew that the these lab results had come back because it had the lab test had come out, but Jeremy sent us the article that didn't have um, any kind of uh, update or anything like that. That, that. That's another thing I should mention. You go back to all these articles, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, all these, none of them... <laughs> Uh, I don't think any of them have a update to update. tell you. Nope. Nope. That uh, that it's it changed. Right. There's no retraction. There's no correction on any of these articles. Uh, Do you yeah. know what I call this work? I, I have a word for it that I, I think you will like. Is it a brand new term that you just invented? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I I've just discovered it right now i'm going to term it my term okay fake news how oh, about that that's a new one <laughs> never, yeah. heard, never heard of that yeah yeah fake news is what i'm going to call it a new thing i just think thought of right now <laughs> Okay. Motherfuckers! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh, what um, morons! And talking about scaring people for absolutely nothing. Right. Uh, the biggest problem here that I see is that they put out the article and, um, or they put out the tweet that said it tested positive. Even though they knew, the these police knew they had never tested these flyers. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what is your final thoughts? Uh, okay, I, I'm going to split this question. What is your final thought about target justice? How crazy are they? Um, right. So okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Come. Um. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. they've oh, yeah, got some there. wild <laughs> theories that have no proof, basically, about, it's and, and it's clear they have no actual concept of, like, no. what, uh, what the actual, uh, how the science behind these microwaves and things like that, they don't mm-hmm. actually probably know any of that. No. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... Uh, I don't see them as dangerous like some of the other no, places no, no. we've covered. I it's think they're just, just no, no. misinformed and yeah. 
They want to be. They want to feel. This is another one of those groups where they want to feel like they know something that everybody else doesn't know, right. even if it's right. complete bullshit. And I mean, it's it's not like they're anti anti uh, 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 kids getting medicine. Um, say that again. It's not like they're anti vaxxers Oh, anti vaxxers right? Yeah. Right. They, they, Their they, theories are like... killing children, is what you're saying. Right. So, so they're not not there. But where do they end up in the crazy scale? I mean, this is your classic tinfoil hat people, yeah. right? Oh yeah, this, yeah, They're yeah. just literally talking about microwaves going into your yeah. head and like doing yeah. this test to pulses yeah. in your fingertips and stuff like that. So, uh, tin classic tinfoil hat. What do I think of that whole thing? Uh. I'm going to only give it like a 6 out of 10. Yeah, it's pretty low for me as well. Well, I will give them a 6.5. I remember when I was a little kid, believe it or not, bro. uh, Jeez, I must have been in middle school. So like 14 or 15, 16 years old, maybe. Maybe 16. Uh, I remember uh, all around the town that I lived in, all these telephone poles were wrapped in tinfoil. And nobody knew why, and eventually people found out this guy was going around wrapping the, t- the telephone poles in tinfoil to try to <laughs> stop them from getting into his brain. It was all this one guy wrapping the telephone poles in tinfoil. That happened cool. in my town when I was a little kid, yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, yes. Uh, and then and the second part, it? what do we think about the whole conspiracy? Yes, the- yes. Uh, it's proven wrong, so, I mean... It's pretty up there in stupid. I, I think I'm going to use the stupid scale for this and okay. give it a, a pure good nine on uh, the stupid scale. Okay, yeah, and I, I'll give it an eight and just say that <laughs> the media uh, in this scenario, you look at this and you go, wow, they did not do their job correctly. <laughs> they did not follow anything up. They didn't, no, like, no. do any investigation. They just heard what the police said and reported it like it was fact. And that's mm-hmm. bullshit. You cannot do that. That's what the media's been... That's that's where this whole idea of fake news comes from, is when the news just reports whatever the government or the police or uh, some corporation says uh, without doing any investigation. They just report it as mm. fact. Uh, and then it, ter- it comes out that it wasn't fact, and they just, that's what makes the media look bad. And this is just another example of it, I guess. Um, and luckily we got to go into this crazy group, otherwise this might not have been a, as interesting of a segment. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you for using my, my new term there, by the way. Fake news, right? Just invented yeah. it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just found this, so I'm, we'll close it out with this little comment on the... It's on the NBC article I sent you, Fro, and it's down in the like the comment section of the article. Okay? Yep. Uh, Evelyn says, As soon as I saw this story, I knew there was something very fishy about it. This, is, this should be obvious to everyone. This is some kind of setup to discredit the targeted individual community. Who are, who are trying very hard to expose the secret crimes uh, known as the organized stalking and electronic harassment? Uh, this is a covert harassment program where members of the public are targeted for revenge purpose. Uh, there are elite criminals with police, intelligence agencies, military, and defense contractors who are behind this. That's in the comments of 
the NBC article. So not only do these targeted individuals believe it, I'm guessing other people are following this as well. Have you seen the movie this week, Luke? I saw a bunch of movies. Uh, wow. Okay, cool. I'm going to start with one that I hadn't seen, but um, it wasn't from this year. Yeah, we'll start with this. I saw Star Wars Episode Eight, Fro. Oh, yeah. Because I, I had not seen it yet. Yeah. Um... This was a god awful movie. I've yeah. um thank you. I have not seen this bad of dialogue in a film in so long. Oh, and the I'm so glad. Cringy jokes. Like the jokes in this movie were so cringy and awful. They're more cringy than the jokes we do at the beginning of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I'm I'm so happy that you heard this. I am so I don't know who extreme. could have possibly liked this. I don't know who out there could have possibly enjoyed this film. But isn't it strange? Because I, I, I said it when when I saw it. I saw... Uh, I think I, I talked about it when we had it as a, another digital review. I had just seen it. And isn't it funny how it's worse than the last one? Oh, well, mm, are you talking about the episode 7 or the last yeah. one that was, like, the other... No, the uh, 7. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was so much worse than 7. And it's I wasn't a huge fan so... of 7, but I didn't hate 7. This one, no. I actually hated this film. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so much worse. I'm it's happy so... that I kind of saw it much later than when all the hype was going on, you know what I mean? So that yeah, I could kind of yeah. get a clean viewing of it, um, mm. and... Uh, you know what I felt at the end when I was done? I, I felt like, is Disney trying to ruin Star Wars so that they don't mm. have to make more Star Wars movies? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 what, what I think is maybe the most annoying about this is, is, is the story about how she's bringing Luke back. I mean, all that thing on that cliff, it's so fucking wasted. It feels like fucking nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, this is a rehashed story that already yeah, happened yeah. in yeah. the first three movies. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, what what did you see this week? Absolutely nothing, so you have to continue. Oh, okay, then I will continue. I saw a movie... On Amazon, I think this was an Amazon movie, uh, okay. called Zoe, Z-O-E, Z-O-E. Okay. Uh, guess what this movie was about, Fro? I have no clue. Artificial intelligence. Surprise, oh, surprise. Cool. Oh, but cool. this is kind of an interesting spin on the AI movie, the, the normal kind of AI movie we've seen. I would say this is more directed towards a female audience, uh, like they try... It's like they were like, we've made all these movies about AI, like Ex Machina and all these other ones, but have we made one for women? Ooh. And so they made this movie called Zoe with Ewan McGregor, and it's kind of a love story about AI, about a guy, the, a guy who creates the first kind of like real um, AI uh, 
uh, humanoid robot, but he invents it because he's lonely, of course. So uh, this has, oh, Theo James uh, and Christina Aguilera as well. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Christina Aguilera kind of just makes a cameo. She's in it for like, you know, 20 minutes, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then the what last else? thing I saw on Netflix. Oh, right. So, uh, four out of 10, not oh, great, okay. but, uh, it's just another AI movie, but it's, it is kind of interesting that they decided it's, it's you, un- it's a unique take on the idea of this futuristic AI world. I'll say, I will say that. And what um, would you give Star Wars? Just the fun of it. Oh, right. Two, uh, 2.5 out of 10 is what I gave it. Star Wars? Star really? Wars Episode Eight, two, two point five. 2.5. Yeah. How, how, how the fuck did you get over 2? Uh, <laughs> uh, just because of Star Wars? Uh, okay. I think, uh, okay. And the other thing is the action. There is yeah. some good action yeah. scenes that Very are entertaining. Very so cool action. Okay, right. okay. I, I, I will go with that. Okay. Okay. Um, the last thing I saw was a Netflix original film uh, okay. with... David Spade called Father of the Year. Mm. Uh, he plays like a redneck guy who... I, I've who's... seen it on my list and I was thinking, this looks like a shit movie. Um, it's very... It's it's really poorly done as far as the way the story is put together. Um, mm. the, I, the real problem is there's like a passage of time going on, so like... Uh, all of a sudden, it, it'll be a week later, but they don't ever kind of like give you any indication as to that passage of time happening. So you're just all of a sudden thrown into a week later, and you're like, they don't ever mm. tell you that. So there's a real issue with the, as far as the editing goes of the story. But overall, I actually laughed quite a bit at this film. Um, mm. So I was entertained. Uh, it's not a it's not a good movie, but it actually is funny. So. Mm. Uh, if that explains anything, I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. Well, not too bad. Yeah, it's not amazing or anything, but if you just want to laugh, I would say go watch it. Um, but there are some very bad storyline elements that don't fit together. And it's like an Adam Sandler production or whatever. Uh, Happy Ooh. Madison production. Mm. So there's, it's got some of that very crude Happy Madison humor. So Okay. Uh, I should give it a chance, maybe? I would say, yeah. yeah. You're either going to laugh and, and just have fun with it, or you're going to really hate it. Uh, and either way, it's good for the show, or our show. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's find out next week if I ever loved it or hated it. I have now, uh, it's on my list. Okay. Did you cool. not Did you not uh, see the first Unfriended this week? Say that again? You didn't see the first Unfriended this week? Oh, no, I have not. Yeah, you were talking about watching that. I didn't even uh, remember. Yeah, I should have. But we were going to have the trailer audio for Unfriended 2, Electric Boogaloo. No, Um, (laughs) it's Unfriended 2, Dark Web. My computer shut. Oh, that's the trailer. Was that PewDiePie? No. Okay. Does it look like him? No. 
computer. Steal it. Oh, yeah, okay. That's Not that guy, that guy. Doesn't that guy kind of look like PewDiePie from like 2015? No. <laughs> Dude, this is dark web. I think he does. No one can track you. about drugs, illegal IDs, even assassination for hire. Yeah, the dark net is mostly about the bad guys. And this computer's got videos on it, right? Check this out. Okay. All right. I haven't seen the first one, but is the first one about human trafficking? Because that's what this movie nope. looks like it's about. The first one is definitely not about human trafficking. We have to do something, and we have to do it now. Who's that? Okay. Ooh. So. Are all the YouTube videos, like, every day when I go on YouTube, I see, like, another video of, I bought a box off the dark web. Is that all just viral advertising for this fucking movie? <laughs> Maybe. Have you been seeing those lately, bro? No. I, like, can't get on the recommendation page on YouTube without seeing somebody saying, I bought a box off the dark web. Wow. Uh -huh. Get out of there right now. I can hear you. Are you still there? I can see you. <laughs> wow. Uh, this looks like a weird ass movie. Uh, that la that the part where his face is Kelly! That was funny, right? Am I, am I wrong? Like, his reaction no, was hilarious you're to not, me. No, you're not, you're not wrong at all. Okay. And I, I've, I've heard of people that saw the first one and thought that was an interesting premise. And, and, uh, kind of liked the movie. I, 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 am not a huge fan. I'm a, I'm a fan of the first movie. I, I would give the first movie a seven, maybe. Okay. Uh, That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would say so. And I, I, all I've heard is like, oh, this is uh, not as original. It's not as good. It's not as you know, everything I hear hear about it. But uh, <clears throat> maybe my biggest problem about this, and this is before we go into it. Do you know who is in this movie? Uh, no. Jake Paul is. Uh, okay. We'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unfriended dark web, after finding a laptop, <coughs> a young man goes online uh, to play a game with five of his good friends. He shows them a mis uh, He shows them a mysterious folder that plays disturbing videos of people who appear to be in danger. Uh, they then receive an anonymous message that tells them they will all die if they disconnect or call the police. Uh, mm -hmm. So this is I Know What You Did Last Summer mixed with The Ring uh, mixed with uh, some other movie I can't remember right now. Uh, 
59% on Rotten Tomatoes, 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah, pretty, pretty close. Pretty close together, yeah. Why, why, why don't you go first? Okay, uh, I went to the Facebook page as usual. Um, let me see here. I've got a few of them. Actually, I'll do one that covers exactly what you were saying earlier. And actually, uh, I always like ones where the peop- the uh, curator of the page actually responds to the person. Uh, so Valentina Soto says, Is Jake Paul in this movie? With a big exclamation point and question mark. And unfriended, the Facebook page responds, Jake Paul is definitely not in Unfriended Dark Web. Do- don't believe everything you read on the internet. <laughs> I, that's what I why I said it because he's not in the movie. I read that, and uh, that's, that's that's why I wanted to stop. Because if if you look on the internet, like every page is saying that he's in this movie, and he's not. I don't get it. I, I I'm confused. It's like the uh, that. Uh... What the Spanish movie, and we looked at it, and the one guy was like a little girl. Pic- his picture was a little girl. I don't know. Google is like maybe just making mistakes. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, but I like the fact that uh, they responded to the guy on their Facebook page, and the response is great because mm-hmm. uh, don't believe everything you read on the internet. And then this movie, mm-hmm. you know what the movie is about, it just makes that response mm-hmm. that much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else did I get? Ashley Gordon says, just watch this film. Wow, has me all sorts of feelings. Uh, immediately left and called my son. Uh, he's in school for cybersecurity and fore- uh, forensic science. Uh, and, and I said, can this seriously happen? Uh, now I'm all over here all paranoid, telling my kids not to stream and no more talking over the mic. Uh, now I see why he threw a fit over his baby sister having a webcam. Uh, the film's a wee bit cheesy, but does make you think. Look how far we've come. Uh, this and that sort of thing. Uh, that this sort that this and that sort of thing is possible. Uh, it's just crazy. I would recommend it. So, it scared the shit out of her, but I think she really liked it. Is what she's saying. Yeah. Deborah S gave this movie half a star uh, from RottenTomatoes.com. This movie is. Pure garbage. The concept is kind of interesting, but they made it all about the killing and uh, with no hope for everyone to live. It starts out kind of dull and slow watching a computer screen, lots of uh, people watching, type and chat. Then the killing starts and uh, it's just a matter of how each person is going to be killed. The only thing uh, this a movie accomplished is uh, to make you want to go home and remove this computer from your house and never use the internet again. <laughs> All right, I got a few. Sh- I, sorry. Go yeah. On. No, no, come on. I got a few short ones. Um, Andrew Milliden says, "Good idea." Unfortunately, fifty minutes of clicks, taps, and window moving on the screen was all uh, uh, moving on the screen was all I could take before walking out. Uh. Mango from from Iga says, uh, saw an advanced screening of it yesterday. Definitely not a horror masterpiece like other Bloomhouse production uh, films, but I gotta say the movie was wildly entertaining. 
And the last one I got here, uh, Gerald McCullough says, This movie sucks so bad when it was over I got my refund back from the manager. Please do not waste your money, in all caps. Lisa M. on the Rotten Tomatoes said, My boyfriend took me to the movies and we watched this. At the end, I did as the movie told me to. Unfriended him. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Mm. Here's a, uh, I don't know if this is funny on purpose, but it is funny. Uh, Riley Galski says, This movie is evil and mean-spirited. I loved it. Seeing it again the second time this week. <laughs> but hey, uh, let's talk about some movies that came out last week. Uh, Blind Spotting, a movie from 2018. It's a drama comedy. It has 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 70% of, uh, on Metacritic. It has David Diggs, Raphael Seal, Jenna Gavanker, Jasmine Casmin Jones. Never heard of any of these people. I've seen David Diggs somewhere before, but I can't place it. Yeah, Colin must. Sorry, Colin must make it through his final three days on probation for a chance at a new beginning. His bond with his uh, Violet uh, Voltel, her best friend, soon gets tested when Colin sees a police officer shoot a su- subject suspect in the back during a chase uh, through the streets. Okay, Davy Diggs played Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. That's ah, yep. okay. Yeah, uh, what other movie came out this week? Uh, yep, The Equalizer 2 with Denzel Washington, uh, Melissa mm-hmm. Leo, and Pedro Pascal. Uh, if you have a problem... Is it a... Yeah, sorry. sorry. Is, it, is it okay that I don't remember the first one? I didn't know there was a first one. Yeah, I was oh, completely okay. unaware. Uh, if you have a problem and there's nowhere else to turn, the mis- uh, mysterious and elusive Robert McCall will deliver the vigilante justice you seek. This time, however, so, uh, he's the A-team? Is that what Ooh. this is? It's A-team. Uh, this time, Ooh. however, dun, 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 dun. McCall's past cuts especially close to home when thugs kill Susan Plummer, his best friend and former colleague. Uh, 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb? 50% on Rotten Tomatoes is what I'm seeing? Ooh, big difference. Yeah, uh... Let's see, I guess the and the Metacritic is 50% as well. So, hmm. Yeah, I'm hmm. going to trust Rotten Tomatoes a little more, I guess, then. Yeah. Then we have uh, uh, the movie that I think will bring home all Oscars this uh, upcoming uh, Oscar season. It's Mamma Mia! Here we go again! Uh, and it's the sequel to Mamma Mia! And it's a musical... Uh, it has a share in it. Of uh, if you heard of her, uh, Meryl Streep, Amanda uh, Seyfried, Pierce Brosnan, Lily James, Colin Firth, yeah, a lot of people. Yep. It has a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb 
79% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 62 on Metacritic. In 1979, young Donna Tanya and Rosie graduate to, from Oxford University, leaving Donna free to embark on a series of adventures through Europe. On her journey, she makes uh, the acquaintance of Harry, Bill, and Sam, latter whom she falls in love with, but also a man who breaks her heart. In the present day, Donna pregnant. Daughter Sophie dreams of reuniting Tavina while reuniting with her mother's old friend and boyfriends on the Greek island of Kalakari. Uh, renovating a bar would not sound as classy, so they put that in there. Yeah. Reno renovating a bar does not quite sound like it would fit in Mamma Mia, so they put tavern Taverna. Yeah. It's the same That's... thing. She's renovating yeah. a bar, everybody. So, which movie would you want to see? Uh, considering I've never seen Equalizer 1, I'm going to go Unfriended 2, I guess. Yeah? Yep. Line spotting didn't look interesting for you? Uh, I mean, it does have really good... Uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but the IMDb kind of makes me go, hmm, there, maybe there's something yeah. weird here. But, no, I think I'm, I would be more interested in seeing the other one. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you to guess which mo movie I would see. Mamma Mia, of course. Yep, of course. <laughs> what a huge surprise. Hey, look! We haven't done this before, but you know what? I bought a bunch of books this week. Um, I decided uh, because, I mean, there's not much to do in uh, psych ward other than eat and uh, sleep and talk to your doctors. So I went to um, a bookstore and I bought um, three different things i will tell you about all right make it uh, quick because i'm dying over here it's like a million degrees <laughs> and and you, and, and you also can get this at audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen that's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen i got lincoln in the bardo um i got this four of the books in the red queen series oh, and okay and three of the books in the five, Fifth Wave series. So that's all the books I got this week. Fifth Wave? I've never heard of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, all those books you can find at oddworldtrial.com slash another digital system. Um, anything else I can talk about so uh, I can like make you even hotter? So that I can die of heat stroke. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm good uh, on plugs this week. I mean, uh, just go help us out. Give us a positive review on iTunes. Uh, post something yes. on our Facebook. Send us an email. Send us a conspiracy to cover like Jeremy did, and we will cover it on the show. It might take us, you know, a month or something to get around to it, but we will do it. Oh, we definitely will do it. News of the week we will talk of next week. We will uh, cover a, 
another digital review of Mission Impossible Fallout. We will talk of Castle Rock uh, episode 1, 2, 3. And our main topic is, is Jim Carrey in the Illuminati? Yeah, That's is Jim Carrey in the Illuminati? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or is he drinking maybe uh, some mummy, mummy drinks? Well, from the United States of America and Norway, this has been another digital citizen. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.